Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Happy Black History Month. How are you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you? I can't complain. So today's topic is... Conceptualizing change of race and identity. Mm, Interesting. What is that about? Ten years from now, information regarding race and identity will likely transform from what is current. The American population is expanding, but the demographic of racial identity will shift. According to an article from brookings.edu, new statistics project that the nation will become minority white Mm. in 2045, by 2045. Interesting, interesting. So as of today, races that identify as white are the majority Uh, All the majority, but as we move into another decade, people who identify as Hispanic or Asian or black will be the in the lead ahead of the current majority, which is very interesting. Yeah. So today we'll share more information about the prediction and what our world may look like in the near future. First, it's important to share a few facts about where we are now. Where are we? Here are some interesting results from the census on the American population since 2020. The 2020 census shows 204.3 million people identifying as white alone. Overall, 235.4 million reported whites alone or in combination with another group. However, the white alone population decreased by 8.6% since 2010. Wow. Um, The multicultural population has changed considerably since 2010. It was measured at 9 million people in 2010 and now is at 33.8 million people in 2020. A 276 increase. So for the multicultural population, there's a 276 increase. Which is crazy. In in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the last 10 years, that that's that that number is astronomical. So when they're referring to multiracial, that means that someone that has another race besides so, white or black or Hispanic or Asian. Maybe or, you know, it's a lot of like um, foreigners moving here, getting green cards, uh, work visas. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that can be multiracial too. Because I'm thinking like multicultural would be people coming from other places. Okay, I see what you're saying. But would multiracial be that you have more than one race within you? Mm, I can see I that. I can see it. So like a mixed race person. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next largest racial population were the Asian alone or in combination group, 24 million. The American Indian and Alaska Native alone or in combination group, 9.7 million. And the Native Hawaiian and other Pacific Islander alone or in combination group, 1.6 million. 
The Hispanic or Latino population, which includes people of any race, was 62.1 million in 2020. The Hispanic or Latino population grew 23%, while the population that was not of Hispanic or Latino origin grew 4.3% since 2010. Hmm. The United States of America has a racially and ethnically diverse population. At the federal level, race and ethnicity has been categorized separately. Hmm. The most recent United States census officially recognized five racial categories. What are the categories? They are white, black or African American, Asian American, American Indian, Alaskan Native, and Native Hawaiian, Hawaiian excuse me, slash Pacific Islander, as well as people of two or more races. The Census Bureau, excuse me, Bureau, also classified uh, respond. Rep- excuse me, respondents as Hispanic or Latino or not Hispanic or Latino, identifying Hispanic and Latino as an ethnicity, not race. Interesting, which compromises the largest minority group in the nation. Right. First, between 2018 and 2060, gains will continue in the combined racial minority populations, growing by 74%. Second, during this time frame, the aging white population will see a modest immediate gain through 2024 and then experience a long-term decline through 2060, a consequence of more deaths than births. Wow. So they're just, quote-unquote, white Americans are getting older and not having kids. Correct. Hmm. Interesting. Among the minority population... The greatest growth is projected for multicultural populations, Asians and Hispanics with 2018 to 2060 growth rates of 1,076, oh, excuse me, 176, 93, and 83, 86% respectively. The projective growth rate for blacks is 34%. The de- demographic such a uh, source for, of growth varies across groups. For example, immigration contributes to one third of Hispanic growth over this time span, with the rest attri- uh, attributable. Excuse me. Yeah, you got attributable. Yes, attributable <laughs> to the natural increase, the excess of birth over death. Amongst Asians, immigration comp- contributions to three quarters of the projected growth. Um, these new projections differ from those that the census previously released in 2014. So those projected a minority white tipping point in the year 2044 due to larger projected immigration and somewhat greater growth for several minority groups. The national growth was also somewhat larger in 2014 projections. The U.S. was predicted to reach a population of 400 million in the year 2051, compared with 2058 in the new projections. Let's talk more about race beyond the census. Um, so I wanted to talk more about race beyond the census because it seems like even with the census, 
they had um, a, a conversation maybe mm-hmm. with their team about <laughs> whether or not Latino or Hispanic was a race or an ethnicity. So, um, which is not because they're not from, they don't speak Latin, they speak Spanish. So let's talk more about that. So beyond the census, an article that was originally published from the National Geographic in the year 2008 shared that as a human race, we tend to think of race as a fixed part of our identity, Mm -hmm. a trait that is set at the moment of conception and stays unchanged for our entire lives. But that new study showed um, just how fluid the conception of race can be. This is important when talking about or conceptualizing race, especially when race is so much more than one census box or one box fits all. Right. Um, Andrew Penner and Aaliyah Saperstein from (laughs) of the University of California found that the way people identify themselves racially and the way others define them change over time and are colored by social status. Their study strongly argues that race is as much a flexible indicator of our social standing as it is a reflection of our biology. Hmm. Globalization means that our species is more mobile than ever. International migration has reached record highs, as has the number of interracial marriages leading to a surge of multicultural people. As the population blends, medium skin tones will become more common. Um, eumelanin production is determined. I don't know what eumelanin is. Eumelanin production is determined by numerous genes. So when people with different skin tones have children, these children inherit a combination of gene versions from each parent resulting in skin tones that are likely to be intermediate between that of their parents. Interesting. Such blending is expected for complex traits encoded by multiple genes, such as skin pigmentation or height. But some characteristics, such as having dry earwax or thick hair, are controlled by just a single gene. Blending is not possible for these traits, which a person either has or does not have based on the genes inherited from the parents. What population mixing might cause, however, is combinations of traits that were previously rare, such as dark skin and blue eyes. Mm. Just such a combination can already be found in Cape Verde Islands, whose modern population is descended from Portuguese in West Africa. So what is the expert's explanation for the decline of the white population? who once were considered the majority. Minority populations are younger than whites, um, so they are more likely to have uh, kids and raise them. There are notably differences uh, by race and ethnic ethnic groups and median age, the age uh, at which half of the group is younger and half is older. So what are, you, what are your thoughts about all of the information that we've just disclosed or shared? First of all, that was a ton of information, but um, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, from what I gather, um, 
quote unquote white people aren't having as many children or um, waiting until an older age to have children, you know, after careers or whatever, uh, what other um, life situations. But um, we're having a lot of um, immigration coming towards America, um, especially from Hispanic and, you know, lower South American countries and islands. And um, pretty soon they're going to be the majority. I think these are all interesting facts, and I'm always interested by their research, um, scientists and experts' predictions of the future, when the future is not here yet. But yeah. you know, I'm sure with science you can get the numbers and predict what could happen. But what would that mean for America if we stem well? If, if we're in, currently in a space where the white people are majority, mm-hmm. yet we are moving towards in the future, in the very near future. Um, other races being the majority and white people being the minority. What what do you, what kind of America do you imagine would? I think it's going to be a polar shift, you know. Um, in power, in, in power, and lifestyle, and, lifestyle and the way America is represented and looked upon by other countries. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a lot of changes, which is why. There's a lot of uh, pushback against, you know, uh, racial theory in in schools and, um, you know, police brutality on people of color in inner cities. And, you know, just like if you figured out tomorrow that you were going to be the last of your family or the last of your race and you had one opportunity to fight and possibly win to continue your your lineage would you do it mm, i guess i would I, um while you were speaking I, I was thinking about the idea that um perhaps because we know ahead of time what our future may look like mm-hmm. perhaps they were preparing us for that moment so um not to say that um our beloved president obama did not deserve to win the election he most likely may have Hmm. but what if he had that opportunity because they are trying to prepare us for what our future may look like with a majority of non-white leadership or Mm non-white power or non-white um white people being of majority to make big decisions so you know early on Let's put a back president in power just to kind of lead people in that direction of feeling comfortable with those firsts. Who? With the first black, black, people? black vice president. I'm talking about those that are of the majority currently. Oh, okay. To, to slowly introduce those possibilities so that when it becomes <laughs> a, a norm for us, then it's not a shock or it's not debilitatingly affecting them for those who are affected by it. I can see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying. And that's just, you know, that's just a theory and a thought of mine. I'm not, you know, against nor for mm. a certain situation, but I'm just thinking, you know, what kind of Amer- what kind of post-America, post-majority white America would we be living in? Would we be then now speaking or being um, 
the language Spanish being a mandatory hmm. language in schools rather than it just being, you know. I can see why you say that situation. because um, besides English, Spanish is like the most common mm-hmm. um, spoken language in America. Like in high school, exactly. we had Spanish classes and this was back in 2008, probably even before then, like early 90s. So they probably did project this situation project this situation to be possible in the future Mm -hmm. you know but i think a lot of it is planned as well you know Mm -hmm. um there's a reason why there's like planned parenthoods and in inner cities right you know what i mean there's a reason why you see a liquor store and the church on the same right. block you know what i mean there's a reason why i'm just speaking for me as a black man and us as black people that we're not developing at a rapid as at a rapid rate as you know hispanic right people. and that's why i kept saying like while you're saying project now saying predict i think it's both mm. because like you have a certain image that you want to show certain people to stay in that little box and then you're going to, pre- you know, you have these predictions about what's going to happen so that you can, I guess, program each little group of people <laughs> as to how you want them to pan out in the situation. You were speaking about um, apartheid uh, off the podcast. Can you uh, mention what you were saying? Um, <laughs> um, basically that I'm trying to before remember apartheid, black. before the apartheid uh Oh, white okay, South okay. Africans were the majority and had all the power and all this okay, other stuff. Okay, so um, we were having a conversation off the podcast, and I was just thinking about how perhaps um, situations when you are of a majority and there are there are minority, there could be um, situations such as or not situations, but Events. programs in place or. Um, situations in place for those of the minority to also be able to move forward Mm -hmm. like affirmative action so I I put uh, South African as an example because post-apartheid and um, when South Africa gained its independence back from the Europeans that had came more opportunities opportunities were provided for black people that Mm -hmm. were not provided during apartheid so um i was watching a documentary where um some white people were furious about that because Mm -hmm. africans were already of the majority but now that um we're post our pods like they're post apartheid it was a conversation surrounding okay well that's not fair for us because we're the ones that are not getting jobs or we're not the ones that are getting these opportunities. So we need something in place for us. So the roles were reversed, basically. That's what they were trying to Mm -hmm. get across. Like, this is not fair for us now. Why don't we get those opportunities? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that maybe in a, a, a space like we are moving towards where other groups of people will be the majority that could mean that maybe those that are now then going to become minority in the future are going to request the things that minorities currently have. Mm. So more opportunities for job placement or more opportunities for anything really, right? 
um, yeah. as far as affirmative action. I don't know, but I'm just thinking like there are going to be a lot of things that I feel like certain white people are going to ask for because they feel like now that we were the minority, we also deserve the same thing that you gave those that were a minority in the past. I get it. I get it. I can see that happening. I seen um, a Vice documentary not too long ago on um, the South African situation and a mm-hmm. lot of um, the Afrikaans, South Af- white South Africans uh, were in ghettos, mm-hmm. you know, like really decrepit situations mm-hmm. when, what was it, apartheid happened in like 1990? It ended then, 1991, it, so, I believe. 30 40 50 years ago that wouldn't that wouldn't have been the 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 case you know what i mean so i think it depends on the voting power you know when you're the majority you have more of the vote you know what i mean whether you're democrat or republican um people of the same race usually band together when they have um the same needs and ideals Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and if we as a collective feel that those in the future minorities need some type of help, maybe that'll happen or maybe they won't because <laughs> they've been in power for <laughs> since America's inception. You, you know, talking like you don't care, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I don't care. You know, I, I love all people, but I don't think it's all right. It's not about us. Mm-hmm. It's not about the white man walking down the street either. You know what I mean? It's about those who have a lot of power. You know what I mean? Your your billionaires and trillionaires. You know that really makes all the rules. Those are those those are the real white people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The people who control the six major news channels. You know what I mean? Like, those people are the real. They're a minority, but they're the majority because they have more money. I get what you're saying. Um, I partially am interested in in this shift and seeing how it pans out in the future. Right. Because um, you know how people now are talking so much about equality and Mm -hmm. equity and this and that. But from the black perspective or the minority's perspective, we don't. We still don't see that level of equality. Mm-hmm. So if the roles are reversed and white people are now the minority, I wonder what their idea of equality is going to be. You I know don't what know. I mean? Like what? What is? What is the definition of equality for us in the future? It's just. It's just interesting. You know that that the tables are turning. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. I. I got. I had some white friends. I still do. We don't kick it anymore. But, you know. Had some white people that love me more than some black people do. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, there will always constantly be change. Before we got here, or my ancestors got here, or white people got here, Europeans got here, there were Native Americans here for like thousands of years. You know what I mean? Right, and this is also why I feel like we're not still yet in a space that we are equal because how can you start an article or a conversation about who's going to be minority and majority and you don't even recognize those that have been here before exactly is it so bad that they're wiped out completely (laughs) that you don't even recognize their existence no it's just 
I think there's constant change in the world. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's always going to be change. You know, since the the first time the, the the first human stepped out of Africa, you know what I mean, and and, and went north and was like, hey, it's it's different over here. Let's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Let's let's chill here for a bit and then expand. Like, there's always going to be constant change and. Some people are afraid of change and some people embrace it. Me, I embrace it. You know what I mean? So speaking of change, what did you think about the article from National Geographic talking Mm. about how we are going to have a majority group of people that are multiracial and also multicultural? Mm. We see that now with the multicultural part. But what do you think about the multiracial thing? So you'll see more Obamas, more... Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Kamala Harris's more mixed race people really running society and being the majority than any other race. I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that it'll be a great change for the positive good for all of us. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's basic human instinct to find differences. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I mean, I'm pessimistic. Like, no, no, I'm just saying. Like, I don't want to hear the politically correct feel. I want to hear the radical feel. <laughs> the radical feel. <laughs> of what 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 you think all of this means, or like how you feel about it. I think, I, how I feel about it is, we started off as black, and we will end as black. Thank that's you. my that's my Dr. Umar quote for you. That we started off as black and we're gonna end as black. We're gonna be just one big melanated race. I don't know. Yeah. But well, I'm I'm hopeful, you know what I mean? I'm hopeful as well, and I do um <laughs> But even then we still have colorism within our own race. We do, but this is what I'm saying. Like all of this information is wonderful, but how does that address our current issues or situations Mm -hmm. is it going to help move us forward is it going to help us you know remain the same or are Mm. we going to go backwards like what does this these type of articles mean when they put them out there about race does it create a divide or is it going to bring us i think it's going to at first it's going to create a divide Mm -hmm. you know it's like a calm before the storm and once the storm happens you know the sun comes out again that's my corny quote but yeah man it's it's at the end of the day people humans have a lot of good traits but the ones that really highlight that's really highlighted is our our assholishness ways towards each other you know you got people in nigeria um yoruba and um ebo that constantly war with each other you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're on the same damn, they in the same damn country. It's just, just two different tribes. And, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, it is life. Like, mm-hmm. you have your positive and your negative because you can say, say the same about Bloods and Crips. Right, 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 this, right, right, right. We all right. got our own shit in our own space. Boom. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just curious. I love articles like these, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so why is this information, what is this going to do for us? What isn't it? We have the facts, we have the predictions, but how is it going to pan out? I think it's a great thinking piece Mm -hmm. just to think on, you know. I'm glad we thought on it. You know, (laughs) I'm glad we thought on it. We did think (laughs) on it. We definitely thought on it. Mm -hmm. But I like it, you know. 
We need yeah. more brown babies and, and light-skinned babies and dark-skinned babies on the planet. Not saying we don't need any uh, really light-skinned babies, but I think... No, but I mean, I think... We, <laughs> we, should, we should just open our minds up with each other and just have conversation with, with each other. Definitely, but... And I, don't be afraid to disagree with each other too and still have a beer right. after. Yeah. And I mean, I think the whole idea of multiracial people being the majority may be beneficial because it's like they know what each side needs. Like, mm. you know, if you have multiple races. Do they though? No, I'm just saying if you have multiple backgrounds or more than one background that you know, okay, I have a white family member, black family member. It could mm. be an opportunity for us to have leaders that have like an insight on both races or mm. Mm. I don't know. That's me thinking out loud, but I think that that could be good for society <laughs> in mm. some ways and not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think as long as we have capitalism in this country, we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we're all fucked. Well, this is a great one. Do you have a quote? I do have a quote. I have a wonderful quote. Okay. Um, The quote of the day is... Black history is American history. Morgan Freeman. Happy Black History Month, everyone. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, um, especially comment. Comment on um, everything. If you have yes. Apple Podcasts, just comment. and uh, It'll help our rankings and all that. Absolutely. We love you all. Thank you. Peace. Have a good one.